Welcome back to Show Me What I've Been Missing, your pop culture podcast that says, hey, look at that thing. I'm one of your hosts, Elizabeth Stanton, and with me is my other host, Chris Pat and Bunny, <laughs> Lego Bunny. And his little Lego Bunny. <laughs> yeah, baby. And right now we are working our way through Sex in the City. I've seen it way too many times. Chris has seen it like hardly at all. Yes. And we're actually at the end. I thought we were in the middle. We are at the end of season four. Woo! We made it. We made it. Six years later. Six more to go. (laughs) We still got what three more seasons? Uh, no, just season five and six. Although six is split into kind of two like weird half seasons. The writer, the writer strike, right? Uh, no. Uh, the fifth season is short, extra short because Sarah Jessica Parker got pregnant. Oh. And then the second season, I think they kind of split to like make up for the shorter, like I see. Yes, season. So gotcha, gotcha. There you gotcha. go. Um, but part of what makes this one interesting. So I remember I told you last week off uh mic off recording, I was like, this is their 9-11 tribute episode because this aired. I was yeah, I was asking you're gonna ask you that because uh mm-hmm. that's all the that the kind of a tribute at the end of the episode. I was like, is this post 9-11? Yeah, so this aired February 10th of 2002, so about five, six months after 9-11. Mm. Now, the interesting thing I read, I wanted to just like re-look up information about this. It's unofficial. They did not actually plan this episode to be like a New York love letter tribute because of 9-11. It just was. They mm. It was written and shot and titled before 9-11 had ever happened. Gotcha. Um, so I don't know, like they probably filmed it maybe late summer. Um, because the episode starts off with Carrie talking about like the change from summer to fall, right? You know, and noticing like it's the first night you need a blanket on your bed while you sleep, and da-da-da. Right. And um, the show itself, I've read this somewhere too, for the first few seasons, up until pretty much this episode, has always been in this sort of perpetual spring summer yes like season they they never yeah. really go through like holiday you know end of year holidays right or fall or anything like that and then starting here they actually do stay kind of more i've no i from what i remember not entirely but we get a little more autumn and then in the last season we do finally get winter in new york i won't say anything about what happens in those things because it's actually kind of significant but um gotcha. this is like i don't know if it was planned as sort of like the first acknowledgement of just of things for them cha- those characters changing in bigger ways because okay. a lot of you know it's pretty big changes happen in this episode so to speak um yes for a lot of people but uh yes <laughs> so yes. yeah this is a, a great like you know part of like hey these are the things that have always made new york great and wonderful it is and, a great love letter to new york and like yeah. some of the things that they showed even like uh some of the parts of manhattan that you know um they were showing in, in this episode i was like oh i've been there oh that's yeah cool. like that was like you know like and they're like yeah if you've been there and you've experienced had a good experience there mm-hmm. it kind of is a little love letter because it does make new york seem like a, a great place even though it's i wouldn't say it's a great place it's cool yeah it's cool the, I, the, the, it is a great city. Perhaps, I get why people want to live there, but yeah. I wouldn't want to live there. I won't lie. I, I was there in March. Yeah. Um, we, and we took like the tenement tour, my mom and I did. And then we're just kind of in the neighborhood and getting a cab ride back. And I was like, 
I could do this. I could live yeah, here. I get it. I get why people want to live there. Trust me. Like, I, yeah. like when I was there, I, I was like, I, I get it. I totally get it. But like, the point of like getting there, and then once you get there, it's like, oh wait, this is what I came here for. Oh shit. Yeah. A closet well, apartment for fucking two two grand a month. Awesome. I mean, it's bad here too. The it's other- not that bad though. Yeah, it's not from it's not yeah, as bad. It's close, but maybe not as bad. Yeah. Um, this is actually funny too. So I was there with my mom and I got a notice from work that they're like, hey, when you come back, we're doing this interview with Seth Myers. Will you be available to do it? And I was like, Yeah. And I joked, like, oh, maybe I'll ask for a job. Haha. Just kidding. I left my job. Don't don't fire me. <laughs> but she was like, Oh, that would be He's just gonna find you, like, you're fine. <laughs> the idea. She was like, that would be amazing she's like could you like just ask for one i was like not during the inter like interview for my other job uh, yeah. she's like <laughs> maybe but like if you wanted to like connect i was like i mean maybe through work i could like go through proper channels and see if the show right. is hiring she's right. like because you could totally yeah. move here and then it'd be a lot easier for me to visit because she lives in virginia with my brother and she's like it's a lot you know it's a train ride versus like a plane ride and I was like yeah I don't think we're upending the whole system based on one seven minute interview I get to do with him for work I mean listen that's the interview is just killed like you just he and I got along great in the interview I made him laugh I mean good times hey maybe you could maybe you should be like hey maybe I I should have been like you hiring you're at least like little wrists that I have you know I mean I could write you know I was like I'm pretty funny I could, you know, I could write some things, you know. I mean, I have these sketch examples right here. Yeah, I just have this whole packet right here. If you just want to check it out, I mean, I I I don't want to like put you out. But anyway, that's a that's a a discussion for a separate podcast. (laughs) So let's get in into the actual episode. Whom would you like to start with first? Uh, let's start with Samantha. Samantha, start with Samantha. Yeah, because like juicy up top. Little meat in the middle. Little, yeah, yeah. We'll start. We'll, we'll go to the you. end. Uh, yes. So Samantha is head over heels for Richard. Oh, so much shit. to the point that it's driving her crazy. Literally crazy. Episode. That's Literally what I wrote that crazy. too. I was like, "This is make love is making her crazy." Crazy, <laughs> like to the point where she is like doubting everything that he says. Mm-hmm. She's like, you know, why is he out so late? Things of that nature. And I was like, because so basically he comes home. Uh, she's like sitting there on the bed. I guess she had been there for a while. Maybe yeah. I'm assuming they had some kind of designated time uh, uh, scheduled. And, yeah, or an understood time. Or an understood time, maybe. Uh, and he showed up late. Um, prior to the end, I was kind of a little upset with Samantha about this. I'm like, you know, like you work for this man. You know how busy he is. You know, he owns like, several hotels and he's like a like a you know like a a fucking nationwide business or national international business, international yeah. business right so you know sometimes his schedule is going to change so if he says he can be home by eight sometimes that ain't going to happen and yeah. the fact that she was so upset by that was just really kind of a turnoff to me and it is for him and it is for him as well too because yeah he's like, what's wrong with you like you know who i am you work for me what are you talking yeah. about because <laughs> he's like this is kind of like you shouldn't be that shocked by this yeah you know? i'd be i mean he's probably caught off guard and i would be too if i was there i'd be like wait hold on when did, yeah when did, when did you stop being understanding yeah 
um and i think but it's because she totally has feels because she has a gift for him right and it's this like uh painting artwork thing of like three hearts i hate it i think it's fucking hideous yeah i listen uh first of all um no (laughs) No. No. like you should have known that i mean that's well here's the thing right this is the kind of the crazy thing about it right is love shit is kind of throwing samantha off her game because like that wouldn't be no present that she would buy something yeah ever you know what i mean and the fact that she is so head over heels for this dude got her buying fucking three flaming heart pictures it looks like an ikea or target artwork thing i was gonna say it looks like some shit that charlotte was like oh you should buy him that (laughs) it looks like a a charlotte suggestion you know what i mean maybe yeah i feel like she would buy that for a man like that's definitely something i could see her coming home when she was married to trey like bringing that home to trey be like hey this is i bought this for you thinking of you (laughs) so um what do you call it so the next uh he's like oh great i got it and they they kind of move on from there so she's at brunch and she's like um she's talking to carrie she's like i don't know how you survived any of the love stuff with big or aiden it's a real motherfucker and charlotte's like did you say love <laughs> yeah she's so charlotte. excited she's her. so happy but i mean she, and she should be too because like yeah, yeah. it's a good thing like you it's know good thing for your friend to be it's in good love thing for, your, for your friend yeah. to be in love like even if it kind of sucks for them at the moment like yeah fuck it, at least you at least you had a little bit of love you know what yeah mean? so fuck it. but she she's like i'm in love with richard and she's like i she does wonder like how it could go where relationships can go she's like totally you know thrown off uh just she yeah. fully admits to being thrown off her game by it yeah she is and so yeah. then again they're she's back in bed with richard and they're kissing and she literally like out of the blue is like if you don't if you want out just say it he's like what and she's because yeah. she's mad he hasn't hung the heart painting thing well before that she was pissed off because uh what what was he she was she was bitching at him um Oh, like she was like saying because like he didn't like want to have sex with her at the opera, even though oh, like yeah, yeah, they came yeah. home and had sex for three hours. She was like, "What is what is that?" She's like that's bullshit. It doesn't matter. That's bullshit. I want to have sex at the opera. Like yeah, he's just like, "What's happening, man? What is going and, on?" And she's like, she does like a full one eighty. She's like, "Who are you having lunch with? You weren't where you said you were." Boom, boom, just like out of nowhere. And she's like. Yeah you know you won't hang the heart thing and you're saying you know he's like i'm not sure it belongs there she's like that means i don't belong right like like immediately went to just i mean the opposite of i mean now in a way she's not entirely wrong but like just jumping to that conclusion so quickly when like there was no real evidence to support the fact at the time yeah yeah i mean your your gut is usually never wrong Usually. And it's, and she's she is vindicated at the end of the episode. But that's yeah, true. That's what I'm saying. I'm not gonna like completely discredit her because she, some shit yeah. came to 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 light. Uh, anyway, um, and she's like, just you know, admit you're cheating. We'll call it a day. And he's like, look, I think the hearts will look better in the den, not in here in the bedroom. The woman was a business associate, and he's like, if you keep acting like this, the things will be over. And she's like 
do you believe me? And she's like, yes, I do. And then the next, it's like a jump cut to her on the phone with Carrie. She's like, I know he's cheating and I am going to catch him on his lunch uh, break. Immediately, yeah. She's but like, I'm buying a wig so I can dude, sneak around and find him. Dude, that's the crazy part is like, she... <laughs> It's such it is a like I don't want to call her crazy, you know what I'm saying? Especially with her being like the coolest character, but like right. man, she went crazy. She went and bought she a designer a wig so she can follow her man. A Raquel Welch wig. wig. You know, a designer wig, not just a bullshit ass. I'm gonna go to the costume store real quick, throw some gin on. No, like a designer wig that probably costs at least 500 if not more. They are expensive. I don't I um when I had to shave my head, I and I bought like head wrap things yeah. um in the little catalog there were like raquel welch brand wigs yeah. and i told you oh, this episode <laughs> i was laughing so hard and i was like, i did not end up buying a wig because i just didn't want to but right i was like so cracking up about just the raquel welch wig is so yes, funny dude i was like she went she went in bro yeah. and uh but to her credit, she did put on the wig and snooped around and she did discover her mm-hmm. man cheating on her. Yeah. And Carrie, and well, like Carrie asks, like, you know, if you love him, isn't there a chance he loves her too? But then we don't really get an answer because we get into a shoe thing, which I do want to bring up later, but we'll move on. But yeah, right. Samantha catches him. And what a bummer for Samantha. I feel bad. Yeah, I didn't feel bad because. I, I I wanted her to just be like maybe like a little bit paranoid, but then like mm-hmm. not him being you know her be wrong, you know, just because of the love thing. But the fact that she was right kind of kind of sucks, man, for mm-hmm. her because you know she was ready to give it all to this dude. Yeah, and, you know, that that wasn't enough. But part of me also feels like, for lack of better words, she kind of knew what it was when she signed up. Yeah, you know and, what I mean, and- like. He, here's where he fucked up because mm-hmm. he fucked it up right yeah he said in the like was it like two episodes ago or was the last episode one of the two mm-hmm. he was the one that brought up the monogamy thing and said just us like he wanted yes to be, he is like, the one yeah like, he's which the one that did it so recently because she was not excited about it but she was coming to terms with the fact that he was gonna be sleeping with other women mm-hmm. she didn't, like i said she didn't like it but she was willing to be okay with it to be with him and then he said oh let's be monogamous so there he fucked up because i think when he at when he said that to her he mm-hmm. truly meant it in his mind but i mm-hmm. think also a part of him he knew that he could never really be faithful to somebody like yeah you know what i mean and to be honest he should have just instead of in a way he kind of gaslit her this episode mm-hmm. you know yeah. what i mean for and instead sure. of doing that, he should have just been like, yo, I know I said that we wanted to be exclusive, but like, that's not the life I want to live. Mm-hmm. This is how I feel. And he should have been, he should have been willing to take that L. And so if he and, told the truth and she was like, I'm not going to be able to do this, he should have been okay with it. And he has the gall to, with the other woman's fucking spread eagle in front of him, be like, hey, All it's up in just- there, bro. It's His just was still glistening when he looked up. <laughs> oh, <that's right. laughs> it was. He had a little shot on him. <laughs> he was getting in there, bro. Real. He style. was, and he's like, "It's just sex, and I love you." And like, I don't know how I you mean, say that to somebody with you know with. Here's the thing. Another to person's be pretty fair, cool though. To be fair, <laughs> I kind of agree with that. 
Because I give you, listen, it's, sex is different for men, right? Like we don't really. And it's generally for Samantha, she approaches it the same way. Right. You know what I mean? Like she knows, yeah. like for most men, like we can have sex with fucking, like you can like love a person and then still have sex with other women. And those women mean nothing. And this one woman means them. It doesn't seem like that. It's still but it's okay. No, it's, it, but that's the problem, right? Is at the end of the day, he's the one that said, let's be exclusive. So if you yes. put those, yeah. if you say that, you got to be a man of your word. And then yeah. he clearly wasn't, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to the point where he was sneaking around and like, like that's that's the part I don't condone because if you're going to be that dude, then you got to be the dude. You can't sit there and say, we're going to be monogamous and then fuck, then like go behind somebody's back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if you just been honest with her and let the chips fall where they may, hey, listen, that, that's life. That's how yeah. you do it. And then Samantha dramatically smashes the ugly heart painting and says, there, now both our hearts are broken. And I was like, oh, no, not the heart painting. It's so weird. It's just so, like, it doesn't feel like her character taste. I don't know. It's just, like, it's very basic looking. She's not basic. But that is the thing, right? That's I think that that, that comes with the territory of her not being in a place that she is not familiar with. She's not, mm. she doesn't know how to be in love. She has never, I mean, you know, the last time there was even a prospect of love was when she was with Small Dick Dude, right? So, and that was, what, three seasons ago? Or two, I guess two now, because that was, it was like the end of season one and the beginning of season two. Sorry, on video, I'm nodding, but I'm also blowing my nose. So for yeah. audio, I muted myself, but I was agreeing. everybody's just listening he's gonna be like is is he just talking to himself (laughs) he's just talking in the air (laughs) listen don't put it past me your boy can have a full-on conversation by itself let me oh i could too if you yourself, going yeah if if elizabeth was ever gone i would i I would i could do the podcast just be talking to me (laughs) yeah <laughs> we should do it like a single episode, one, one, one man day. or woman show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's <laughs> just see how we roll. A solo excursion. <laughs> it would be kind of cool. Maybe an interesting thought experience. It should be the same episode too. That we can see like compare contrasts. Yeah, yeah. Whose takes <laughs> were different and things of that nature. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Give that like you know maybe do that for the Patreon people can go <laughs> watch. You know. Uh, so that's Samantha. Bummer. Yeah, I mean, again, I feel bad for her, you know, uh, but I, I think a lot of it too, man, uh, what sucks about this relationship for her is because they were very similar. Mm. And so I think even he was, I think this was kind of an attempt for him to get out because he, I think he was, I think this was scary. This relationship was scaring him too. Like, you know, yeah. been, when was the last time he was probably monogamous when he was like married? <laughs> yeah that was probably it was he ever married maybe i, I think he was know. right yeah i think he was married once and got divorced and that's you know he's been the playboy yeah. hotel guy since then so um which i was i'm, I'm surprised like because big if i know they were trying to say that he's like kind of the, the, he was telling me that he was the trump figure but i kind of feel like richard's kind of the trump figure yeah yeah way back in the first episode they call big like they're like he's donald trump but better looking and i was like oh my god i, I mean not wrong he is better looking 
It's my home center. And I don't even like Big. Big's not even close to my type. And I'm like, no, objectively, yeah. Yeah. Like, just scientifically. Right. (laughs) Yeah, 100%. But yeah, no, this guy, Richard, seems like more of the the Trump figure than anything. I feel like if if this was somebody... the hotels and everything? Yeah, yeah, hotels and everything. Probably the same, you know. Unfortunately, there are probably women out there. He was just, you know, bagging and gagging out there. Listen, right now. That's all I'm saying. So if they would fuck him right now, they definitely would have fucked him 10, 20, 30 years ago. That's all That's I'm it. saying. Probably had his ex-wife murdered by having her pushed down a flight of stairs. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Ivana. Rest in peace. You said rest in peace. I was trying to say R.I.P. But then I said peace. The, the no, that's the new way. I'm saying it the bad way forever. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Wait, what does that mean? You know what it means. You know. Um, anyway. Um, so. So, Charlotte. Mm-hmm. So, Charlotte is uh, volunteering at the Museum of Modern Art, giving uh, docent oh tours, living her best life, uh, yeah. even though she, well, she, she's got money. Who cares? She's fine. Right. Yeah, she's, she's doing just fine. <laughs> She's there. Uh, just, as I, that's just giving her some a reason to get out of the house every day. And not yeah, sit at and home. there's nothing wrong with that. Plenty of people not do at it. All? No, hell no. Listen, yeah. at the end of the day, you know, it's not like she scammed some dude out of money. She was in a marriage. It didn't mm-hmm. work out. She got her settlement. Hey, that's the law. And some people do not uh, live to work. They work to live as in they yeah. have their job or whatever mm-hmm. it is. And they do that, and that's it. And then they go do whatever it is they prefer, fishing, art tours, right. whatever. Right. And that's and that's all the job is funding. Yeah. I would love to know what that life is like because I'm way too entwined with my work. But <laughs> yeah, I know what such you is mean. life. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, but just she's uh there, and a guy says he he admit she's like, oh, were you here last week? And he was. And then he asks her on a date and she's like, I don't know if I'm ready to date yet. I just got it. You know, I just got separated, divorced. And he's like, I did too. And then mid tour, who should she see dark in the hallways of that art exhibit, but Trey and his mother, Bunny. Bunny McDougal. Bunny McDougal. The McDougals. by the that's way, the, that's the real couple of this that's the real show. couple. <laughs> that's the power couple in this show. Right yeah. there. Bunny, Bunny, and Trey. Ah, sorry, I just making sure my cat's not shredding my leather chair. Okay, we're good. <laughs> they will um, do that. Oh my god! So, um, yeah, and of course, the when we first enter the scene with Charlotte, she's talking about this beautiful Monet painting and how much she loves it. It's like her favorite. And of course, as Trey and Bunny are coming around, Bunny's like, "I detest Monet." <laughs> Because of course she would hate what Charlotte right. loves. Of course, of course, it makes all the sense. Yeah, even even though they're like not even over in each other's yeah, lives. Yeah, and they haven't seen Charlotte. Different. Yeah, they they, they yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, they haven't seen her. They they haven't seen Charlotte. Yeah. They didn't. Uh, yeah, they, they didn't, didn't bump into each other. No. Um, but Charlotte like rushes her her tour along. She's like, and hey, let's keep on um, moving on to the you know expression yeah she like and- takes out about that whole section <laughs> i'm thinking uh, for what they how they apply it she like missed a whole bunch of painting that she was supposed to be oh, yeah. <laughs> talking about <laughs> yeah i'd be super mad i'd be like what the hell right um, like, no i paid the money i want I to pay for this thing. tour <laughs> gotta figure it out get another girl if you don't know what you're talking about get a, get the girl that knows the script yeah 
and then uh but while she's doing that she agrees to dinner with the guy yes um what was his uh, name i actually don't think they dropped his name no they did if she says it it at at dinner oof did not stick out to me i want to say eric i was said dave in my head let's do it let's do it we'll call him eric dave ED? No, don't call him ED. No, it's all run together one word. It's, there's no peer. There's no. It's not abbreviation. It's Eric Dave. Uh, Deveric. Still ED. Derek. 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 Derek splits the difference. Derek. Okay. I, That's I'm not what he was. I, I, I better look it up. Keep. We'll keep talking. I'm just gonna look it up as we talk, so we don't. Well, yes. In silence as I'm looking it up. So Charlotte, <laughs> Charlotte goes on the date with him and they're both talking about their exes and divorces. And he's like, how hard it is to see things through love. It's like a fog. Yes. And she's like, totally agrees. Incidentally, not a, not really to anything. I really like Charlotte's dress in this scene. It's very pretty. It's this like red and white floral design. And she just looks really nice. She does. Um, yeah, it was like a lot of the things that they were saying, like, you know, it does it does fog your shit up man like, yeah because they mean i think of, of some of the last relationships that i had not the last one but like a lot of relationships i had in the past and you know i you know we all have because we were in love with said person we we, we dismissed a lot of red flags mm-hmm. and stayed longer than we than we should have oh <laughs> like a, and some of our major red flags we were just like nah but they cute though. We yeah, the last, the last, uh, the previous. <laughs> it's always that they cute. They're they're hot though, so you know we'll let it go. <laughs> previous work crush, I I clung to that so much fucking longer than I should have. <laughs> when he, you know he was like doing a fucking one man parade of red flags, baton twirling, yes, down the street, we do it. like we what? do it all the time. Oh, and then I laughed though because people have made fun of me. So I love Gerard Butler. Obviously, I don't know him, but like I love Gerard Butler. You know, as like a Hollywood crush, right? For sure, for sure. And people always make fun of him though because he he really Eric. Eric. Okay, you were right. Good, good ears. Like, I knew it was something. I knew it was like I was like I know he had a name. I know she said it during the dinner. <laughs> he was because like there's no character that's gone out on a date with any of these women on this show that didn't get a name. That would that's be true. hilarious. That would be fantastic if they never. It's just like guy on date. <laughs> I mean, happens to women in shows all the time. So why not flip that the script? Huh? Eh? That is true. Um, but yeah, oh, sorry. But anyone, everyone makes fun of Gerard Butler because he talks out the side of his mouth. It yeah. is something I have never noticed. And someone did actually say like, oh, you got love blinders on for that. You just never paid attention. <laughs> I was like, I guess I just, it's never bothered me. But sometimes it just fits with some people. Like St- Stallone <laughs> has gotten away with yeah. it for 50 years in Hollywood. And yeah. like, honestly, I know he does it, but it doesn't bother me. I'm not like, yeah. uh, I'm, you know, like people make fun of it and shit like that. But I, anytime I've ever seen them in a movie, I've never been like, well, I don't, you know, that, that talking out of the side of the mouth never really distracted me. It was like yeah. always just kind of his, his, his thing. You know what I mean? You know what does upset me though? Jean-Claude Van Damme. Mm-hmm. That motherfucker has been in the States for goddamn 50 years and he still has a thick French accent. How, sir? <laughs> how can I, how is your accent still so thick, sir? That's, that doesn't make any sense. You live in America. Like, I'm not saying you shouldn't have it at all. Spike English. But it should be like a little bit blended yeah, out. Yeah, if he got, I mean? well, has he lived here full time? Because if yes. he goes back to he lives in Russell, LA. first of all, he's from Belgium. Yeah. And he should have a, it's. Or probably, Dutch. Is it, is it Dutch? No, not he's Dutch. the br- muscles from Brussels. Brussels, Brussels yeah. Belgium. Yeah. Belgium. Yeah. So, but yeah, but it's still like a French accent, right? 
Hey, it's French yeah. adjacent. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, because they speak French in, in, in Brussels, right? Yeah, but, yeah. you know, don't tell France that. <laughs> it is not our accent. It kind of is, though. I still can't believe someone's like, you do a good French accent. I was like, no, I do a probably pretty insulting French accent. <laughs> it's fine. They do insulting American accents. Stupid. And they always do, every person in Europe, when they do American accent, they always do su- a, a Southern accent. It's like, you know, yeah. there's other people, there's other accents in America. Not everybody sounds like this, you know? Yeah. That's like everybody's immediate. And that's the thing too. You see it in movies, but it's in real life too. Every time I've been to Europe, I'm like, oh, no, no, you know, with you know, meeting somebody from another place and they find out you're American and they try to do their American accent and it's always fucking Southern, mm-hmm. which doesn't help for me because I'm from the South. So when, I'm, when they're doing it, I'm like, first of all, I know I sound like that, but like not everybody sounds like this, okay? This is different. <laughs> Technically, well, it it's arbitrary if you think about it because people have said like, oh, I don't have an accent. It's like, well, you do. There's a flat Midwest accent where there's like things aren't over exaggerated one way or the right. other, and that's what they like from newscasters a lot. Yeah. And when I'm not super congested like I am right now, I kind of have it, but I know I get pretty nasal, which is a Midwest like Michigan thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but every you know anyone who's and you meet in America who's like, no, I don't have an accent. It's like you do. You just have yeah. a regional accent from wherever you're from. Yeah, you just don't know that you have it. Yeah, yeah. I thought the same thing when I when I was first out of Texas. I was like, because people told me like, you don't sound like you're from Texas. Then I got my acting teacher. She was like, oh, you're southern. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I said one word. She was like, uh, Texas, Dallas. I was like, fuck. How do you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so Charlotte gets back from her date with Eric to her apartment. Yes. And uh, he is like blown away by her apartment. He, well, like, yeah, she was a show, so she was like thinking about, yeah, she brought, so she brought him home, which I was like, man, Charlie bringing home her first day because she was, she brought him home to get some ass. And uh, he kind of talked himself out of that, didn't he? He Big talked himself right times. out of that, yeah, because he was like so taken back by how big her apartment was and shit like that. He just kept saying, wow, he's like, you're yeah. rich. Oh my God. Oh, yeah. and he's like insulted. He can't find a woman who's compatible with him, like financially. And I was like, buddy, I got the money. He, he was pissed that she was rich. He's he like, was so bad. She you was got rich. money. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, how dare you? And and she's like, just sort of, she doesn't really say anything. She's just like, well, I, I guess uh, I'll just show you, show you out. And then she yeah. very politely leads him right back out of the apartment. And he was still, I don't even think he noticed that he wasn't about to get none that night. He was just yeah. still, because even when she was closing the door, he was just blown he was away. Like, wow, how look big at this place. Was. Look at this place. Yeah. I've never, Dan, I mean, the crazy thing was he talked himself out of getting laid with compliments, if you really think about it. Because he wasn't, you know, it wasn't like he was shitting on the place. He wasn't like, oh, your decor is trash or nothing like that. You know what I mean? He was. He's like, this apartment's amazing. Yeah, he's like, this apartment's amazing. Look how the high your ceilings are, you know, all these good things. So you're saying good things, but. Well, it was going well until he was like, of course I'd find like a rich woman. Yeah, that's where, I think that's where she got turned off. But he was just like, oh, you're rich? Like in a a, a upsetting way. Uh, Do you know how happy you should be to find a rich person? I'm trying to bag me a rich one, dude. Just kidding. (laughs) Listen, we all are. I need a sugar daddy. But not in the creepy way. I just want someone to like. That's all you got in this, this city. Buy some food for me occasionally. That's all you got in this city. You get Maybe the creepy guy, or you get, 
or you get the weird guy. Yeah. He might kill you in your sleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, well. Back to the drawing board. Yeah. So, yeah, that's it for... Uh, that's it for oh, Charlotte's, like, main involvement and stuff. Yep. So who do you want to do next? you want to do Miranda or Carrie? Let's go ahead and do Miranda because hers is short too. Yeah. And then we'll get to... We'll get to the big finale. God damn it. Why do we always end with her? Because she's technically sort of the main yeah, yeah, that's true. So it all I mean, kinda... she's not technically. She she is, is right? You know what yeah. I mean? Everything we pretty much follow, it has to do with her and her interactions. Yeah. Although I do like how uh, in the last, I want to say four, maybe five episodes, every time they're doing a brunch scene, they kind of just ignore her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she like She like has a chime in with shit they're just like cool anyway we're yeah. back to real life we don't live in this bitch's bank effect in fantasy world yeah like yeah the whole vogue thing she was like what am i doing and they're like she anyway yeah 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 <laughs> yeah she kept making little vogue puns and we're like cool Everyone's anyway like, uh-huh. we get it you have yes. to do work i know that sucks for you <laughs> <laughs> so really the the bulk of it is yeah, Miranda's at the brunch scene, which we'll get to because it yes. unfortunately does revolve mostly around Carrie this time, actually. Yeah. Um, but really the first big Miranda scene is she and Steve are putting together a crib and arguing, of course, because no no human has ever, no couple, or they're not even a couple, but like yeah. no one has ever survived putting together furniture from anywhere without being like this stupid piece of fucking shit. I, I did it once. And here's how here's how I, I, I was able to do it. Mm-hmm. It was I, I put together a bookshelf, mm-hmm. an IKEA bookshelf for an ex-girlfriend. But I told her, I was like, we can do it together, but you can't tell me shit. <laughs> like you just, I was like, just hand me, I was like, the way we hand me that without, yeah, yeah. Basically, I was like, give me the instructions, hand me the items I need. This way we can do it together. If you start trying to do things or like tell me how where to put it, no, I don't need you to read the instructions. I can read the instructions. We're going to end up arguing. And it worked. We didn't end yeah. up arguing. She had, I was like, hey, I need this part. She handed me that part, put it together, boom. Ground rules from the mid, from the jump. Got us. That's the only way to get through it. It's like one person is in charge of like the assembly and the instructions. The other person is like, here's the Allen wrench. You are Here the are the things. Yeah. Yes. You have to be the assistant because if you got two people trying to run the shit, it's going, you're going to fuck it up. Yep. Also, God bless TaskRabbit. There, who put together the bed used bed I bought. It was just two dudes. They did not argue. Uh, they were just doing their thing because uh, they were getting paid, and yep. it was best best money I've spent in like so long. Yep. And then I did laugh, so I got a wafer dresser that arrived right before I had to go deal with my mom stuff. Um, and my uncle and stuff was were and family were keeping an eye on my cat, and my uncle was like. Do you, do you want me to assemble one of the dressers? He's like, I kind of like do it. Like it was just like a Home Depot dad moment, like where he's yeah. like, I just really want to put together furniture. And I know my it's dad fun. would have been the same it's way if, he, if he'd been like around. Yeah, he's I he just put on like sports and quietly. I bet I think alone in my apartment just put together a dresser for me. Dude, <laughs> just honestly, like quiet, just zen it out. Just it's, uh, I, the last time I put together a piece of furniture was my bed and man it is it is it is it's kind of like a guy's meditation you know you want to like sit down and actually meditate yeah but but put us something like ask us to build some shit that's our meditation it may take us an hour may take us two hours may take us all day but it's good for us trust me (laughs) 
so they're putting the crib together and um they're they're but they do kind of get through it and they're like laughing and joking they're talking about baby names and miranda's like i like danny Mm -hmm. and steve is like i kind of like paul it's like a family name like his dad and grandpa or paul Mm -hmm. and then he kind of backs down and he's like hey danny let's go play ball and he's like i like the way it sounds and then he almost starts crying He was, how you gonna lie? Steve was cute this episode. He kept making me laugh how emotional she get. And the funny thing that made it even more funny was how Miranda was responding to it. Just like, don't cry. Stop it. I do. I <laughs> won't do have love it. it. <laughs> she was not having it. She was like, no, you will not. <laughs> no emotions here, sir. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so great. And like, yeah. and later she's with Carrie and they're talking about other stuff, but then she's getting like the big kicks and stuff that kind of come right before you you give birth yeah uh, for some people and she asks carrie she's like will you be in the room with me uh because steve is too emotional and i just need someone normal (laughs) see i disagree with that as emotional as steve can be i think carrie's definitely way more emotional well not for this kind of not this episode no but and i don't think for babies i think she has she was pretty good for Miranda during she was. Miranda's mom's funeral. She was. So like I think she I Carrie is emotional, but it does seem like if she's really tasked with it, she can fucking pull it together for another person. I'll give her but that. But you gotta re- be real direct with her. Right. And up front and be like, yeah. I need I you. need you to have it together. You can't like I need you to and have she, it together. And for she me. will hop to it. She'll be like, yeah. All right, I'm on your team. You got it. For Miranda. For Miranda only so far. Yeah, I don't know if she's been that way with anybody else so far. Certainly not Aiden. I'd hate to think how she'd handle anything for a poor Aiden. Oh boy. He's probably like, oh, I hope I, thank God he never had a family crisis during that time because she'd be like, yeah, why are you ignoring me? (laughs) She would. He'd be like, my father died. She'd be like, you haven't but called all day. Like, I'm dealing with a funeral. It. I'm, I'm like, organizing a funeral. He, he could be like, my father died in my arms, Carrie. And she'd be like, you couldn't call. Why me. wasn't I in your arms? <laughs> right. Yeah. Why didn't you call me? I could have been there for you. Like, no, that's not how. I'm yeah. Working. You're shutting me out, Aiden. Right. <laughs> crazy broad. <laughs> God damn it. Ugh. But she was. She did have it together this episode. I will she give did. that. She, and then and and, and and I'm glad you brought up the funeral thing because I forgot about that. She did have it together yeah. and and did the right thing to accommodate. So, so I, Carrie rushes from her date, which we'll get again. We'll get to yes um, for Miranda when when she goes into labor. Her water hasn't broken though, and uh, and then it breaks on Carrie's really fancy expensive shoes. Oh, I felt bad for her for that because she was saying you know that she was worried about it raining and stuff like that she's like oh yeah. water's gonna ruin this and like that kind that's a different kind of water you ain't getting that out you ain't getting the, the them shoes ain't done so baby them shoes are done she's done uh, r.i.p like pregnancy water that's a different kind of water baby rest at rest ip those christian rest IP. <laughs> <laughs> and Louis, that's, and they, that's right they were Louis red bottoms Ooh. no dice so it's Ooh. over <laughs> yeah try to take those back to the store i got um prenatal water on my but own. only uh, only on one of them I, think, I feel like it only hit one foot for some reason maybe. yeah but you know uh, now nah, but here's the thing they're it, it hit one foot and then it's flat you gotta think about flash the splash factor so it, it, they're ruined they're gone and yeah. you know ain't no saving one and also too like you said they're a pair so if one is ruined yeah, they're ruined they're ruined period 
So the labor goes into the next day. You know, Steve, Steve is down at the business end of things. I'm surprised Miranda allowed that, but whatever. Right. Um, and she's pushing. I mean, she's, and, it's not like he ain't seen it before. That's true. <laughs> that's true. It's not like, surprised. It's kinda, to him. He saw it. That's kind of how they got there in the first place. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's not like, you know, she's showing him something new. And she's trying to push, and there's this super chipper nurse who's like, oh my God, you can do it. Push, push. And Miranda looks at Carrie, and Carrie's like, nurse? Shut N- up. None of that. <laughs> yeah, because she asked her, she was like, yeah, make sure there's nobody cheerleading around. I don't yeah, want yeah. Do it, push harder. And no, don't yeah. want, I don't want anybody cheering me on. <laughs> and that's exactly what that nurse is doing. She's like, and, uh, it's, so fu- it's so funny. And um, like, and the nurse keeps doing it, and Carrie keeps shutting it down, but then they they Miranda successfully gives birth baby boy is healthy and he's doing great and uh, Steve hands Miranda the baby and Carrie's there and Miranda is like kind of finally amazed and like happy to hold him and it's a really sweet moment and Steve uh, calls him Danny and Miranda it's like I think I want to call him Brady which is Steve's last name so and then he has Miranda's last name so it's both their last names his full name Brady Hobbs right which is nice of miranda to do like yes because i was gonna wonder about that i was like man that's kind of because you know they were talking about his name and you know you know she said danny he said paul but they kept saying Haas. i was like wait she's really not gonna give that baby the father's last name because i could understand and here's why and knowing mm-hmm. why i was a, a little bit against it you know what i mean is because steve is actually there i can understand if yeah. steve just like you know if she told her told him that she was pregnant he was he said he wanted nothing to do with it and and that was the last time we saw steve but clearly he's invested he's clearly happy yeah and he's very willing to co-parent yeah and like he's trying to be a, a father and stuff like that so i was kind of upset that she wasn't going to give the baby his last name but this is- but also if she's going to be the primary like caregiver and like yeah. custody thing it's so much easier if they have the same last name for like school stuff and sure. doctor's offices and all the things that whether we like it or not women tend to have to deal with more for kids even even as involved as dads are and can be yeah you know that's true I, it's, that's, I, 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 I can accept that you're right yeah, yeah. that's true because registering schools like that because then she's got to explain well mine ass saves Hobbs but his is Brady because blah, 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 you know right you just yeah. gotta go through that over and over or if like there's an emergency and they don't think to look for Hobbs and they look for you know Brady instead yeah and that's you that's know true. yeah imagine that like fucking a kid is hurt or some shit like that and mm-hmm. calling that kid Steve up like to do but he ain't really equipped he, for, I don't think he's so. getting a crisis yeah yeah no no not at all I, I, I yeah I I, I I take it back <laughs> I take it back I think she was right for doing that but the, and then it's very sweet though because when, when she says let's call him Brady Hobbs Steve starts to cry and Carrie just looks at him and shakes her head <laughs> like don't you dare <laughs> but I mean in that moment okay so here's the weird thing right because I mean, and I don't know because I've never been a woman that's been pregnant and giving birth or anything mm-hmm. like that. But, you know, the fact that she wasn't, she still seemed like the same Miranda before that just like is not really into the kid. You know what I mean? It, it kind of worries me for the kid because, you know, at least once the kid was born, you would think she would be like, my baby. You know what I mean? Yeah. She is face. a little. It's I just, I think not enough, she, but not enough. I think she's just still very much herself yeah you know and, and some people aren't criers though 
not so much crying, but she just didn't. I wouldn't know like... I cry at the drop of a fucking hat. So, <laughs> well, no, it's not that she didn't cry. I'm not worried about that. It's, it's, not that, it's not that she didn't cry, but she just didn't seem, you know, like most people when they have a baby, they're like, you know, as soon as the baby's out, they're like, clean it off, put it mm-hmm. in my arms. I need to hold it right now. She, you know, she just kind of, you know, Steve brought it over. And she was kind of like, all right, I guess I'll just hold this baby or whatever. Yeah. She doesn't uh, seem excited. She gets more attached. Don't worry. Okay. Yeah. We'll see. I guess she's one of those people that you gotta, she gotta take a while. I yeah. Guess. I get it. That's fine. I'm not judging. I'm just saying it just seems weird. And then, and Brady does have red hair though, which I think is cute. You can't really tell in this, but when Carrie leaves. I was gonna say, why, I say, why is the, I'm so stupid, bro. I forgot. I was, when I was watching the episode, I was like, well, why does the baby have red hair? And I was like, wait, for red? red? <laughs> I was thinking about Steve. I was like, Steve doesn't have red hair. Although like, it's no guarantee. Like a red my, beard or you know, like that, you know? My mom is a redhead, but my dad has really dark hair and I kind of came out, you know, somewhere in the middle. Not really red though. Yeah. Although I was getting my hair cut and the lady found like one red hair and she's like, oh, I was like, oh yeah, my hair's a redhead. I thought it was funny that there was just like one solo red hair somewhere on my just, just enough to let her know like, hey, just enough um you came from me got it but i i care i carry redheaded baby jeans obviously with me um, oh your baby their first kid is probably gonna have bad probably gonna have red hair probably especially if hair. i marry uh and have a baby with somebody who who was also like carrying that kind of mm-hmm. stuff um what do you call it uh yeah it, my it, genetics is so crazy uh, i think i've brought this up before i'll just do it real fast though again so uh with my mom her and her sister, my mom's the oldest, so it's her, and the next sister, redheads. Mm-hmm. Next uh, middle kid is a boy. He's got like that really dark, almost black hair. Same thing with my next aunt. And the last one has like lighter brown hair, like just this full spectrum of hair colors. And my grandpa used to call them the milkman's kids. Because <laughs> they all had different hair colors. That's fucked up. <laughs> it's fucked up, but it's funny. That's fucked up. That's funny. Um, what do you call it? um so yeah so that's it's this is a nice like episode yeah and it's good and it's like it's kind of cool too i i i I still feel bad for charlotte you know having to deal with all this because you know forever at least until she has her own kids it's just gonna be like you know kind of a reminder of what she didn't get with right yeah but i think but she's been supportive and everything yeah and i think i think you know She'll kind of always struggle with it, but I yeah. she's there at the hospital. She's just in the waiting room. Yeah. Like, and she's still happy and excited that there's a baby. Yeah. Know, like, she's very excited that there's just a baby in the group. I still th- I still agree with Aiden. I think Miranda should just give Charlotte the baby and call the day. <laughs> I forgot he said that. He's, he's not said, wrong. He's, I mean, I he's not though. I mean, it really again, if you, again to problems. go back to what I was saying earlier about Miranda, she doesn't seem that excited about yeah. it. So it's like, if you ain't that excited, clearly Charlotte is. Charlotte would happily raise that kid and let you check in on him. Turn the last baby's name could be York and call it a day, bro. Yeah. Adopt that baby right there, sight on scene. You know she'd say yes. Yeah. Yeah, here, take him. Yeah, you can <laughs> go back to your life as a lawyer and yeah. Steve could be co-parenting with, with, that would be, actually, no, I can see it. I, was gonna say I don't Steve, see it. I because I think Charlotte's, Charlotte is a little too controlling. I don't think she'd let Steve make any choices. Yeah, but that would be okay. But Miranda wouldn't either. So here's what. But here's the thing: the difference would be is like, yeah, she'd be in control, but she'd be sweet about it. Not like Miranda, who's just like, "Fuck you, I'm doing yeah. it my way." You know, like at least Charlotte would be sweet about it, and she wouldn't. You know, I I, it, I can see that. I can see that working. 
Yeah, because like, like Charlotte could be like, oh, I want to dress him in blue. And Steve would be like, can we dress him in green? And Charlotte would be like, well, blue is this. And the da 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 Right. And like win him over. And Miranda yeah. would be like, fuck you, he's wearing blue. Right. <laughs> exactly. Like, why? <laughs> also, too, I think Steve is a, he's just romantic enough to keep Charlotte interested. Happy. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, he, he, he would do some random, like have like a random picnic or, you know, mm-hmm. have, you know, bring home a random meal that she likes, shit like that, whatever. Yeah. You know, so. I can see that happen. Man, missed opportunity. Sex yeah. in the city. Well, if we're not for Charlotte, good things will come to her eventually. Sure. All right. So on to Carrie. Carrie. So this bitch starts out the episode all fucked up by she, so she's at, you know, right, it's fall. Mm-hmm. She, it's the wind's blowing, it's crisp air, it's she's chilly. Getting... She gets a little blanket. All of a sudden she's feeling lonely. And the first person she calls is who? Big. Big. Which, ah, man, just, you know, every time I try to be. Understanding. You know, just a little bit, just like, you know, oh man, Carrie's kind of improving. She goes back to this and it's like, dude, how? I mean, I get it, but I also don't get it. It's like, you just, like, because. I'm assuming, right, this has only been a few months since her and Aiden have broken up, right? Yeah, so she broke up with Aiden for good two episodes ago. Right. And Miranda is now nine months pregnant. Yeah, so we'll say like two or three months. Right, because she was like, what, six at the time? Give or take? Somewhere Maybe a seven? Yeah. Yeah. And you, I mean, I get it, you're lonely and stuff like that, but why would you go back to your most toxic ex? And that's the things I don't get. It's like, Everybody around her is saying that this dude is bad for her, and she yeah. just won't like it. it it's like, it's like a force field of stupidity. She just yeah. won't listen. And can't stop, won't stop. Yeah. So she calls him up and asks if she can come over, and he's like, "Just yeah, as sure. friends." But she's like, "Okay, is can, okay, 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 okay." Because I, I I wrote that down, right? Yeah. Uh, where, where was that? She's where like, "It's that? just to keep each other company." Right. It's just yeah, just to keep each other company. Okay. I got a question. As a woman, why do y'all say bullshit like that? Well, you know, you know, like, here's the thing. I know, okay, listen. Nine times out of ten, as far as my experience, when a woman says that shit, oh, we're just going to hang out, or we're just doing this, blah, 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 you know you want to have sex. (laughs) Like, you're lying to yourself. You know that, like, in the back of your mind, you're like, okay, you may not know for sure you want to, but it's in the back of your mind. Like, the idea of sex happening is there. Why do you guys do that to yourselves? Like, I like, why do, tell you. like you're literally cockbocking yourselves in your yeah. own brain, knowing you just want to have sex. And like, Soci- just- I'm going to blame society and be like, we can't appear to be that available, all that crap that they ingrained for so long that like we're very slowly. I can understand that with somebody that you are like somebody new in your life, mm-hmm. but this is a familiarity. Like, this is somebody that she's clearly coming with, clearly has strong feelings for her because she kept him around through her entire relationship with dating. So, like, why would you say that to this dude? I don't know. Because, like, that to me, that doesn't make any Because it's my thing, too, right? If you're feeling like that, right? If you're saying, oh, we're going to keep each other coming, like, if you don't trust yourself around this person, why are you going over in the first place? I don't know. I guess she, <laughs> she never she never learned the don't put your hand on a hot stove lesson. Like it just kept happening. That's my thing, right? It's like because like okay, 
not that he's expecting sex, like he didn't hint towards sex or anything yeah. like that. He never said it, but like you know, you know how you are around this person. So if you are saying to yourself that you don't want to have sex with this person, why would you even put yourself in a situation? You're going to his place alone, just you and him at who knows what time of night. Like, yeah, that's a booty call, baby. Stay home. Yeah. I mean, for Christ's sake, she shows up holding the pizza going, get it while it's hot. Like, let me tell you something. You show up to my place anytime after midnight with pizza, we fuck it. I'm sorry. Like that. And if you ain't come for that, leave the pizza at the door and walk home. Like, (laughs) well, he calls her out. He's like, I thought this was just a company visit. Like, what the fuck? It's his little way of being like, what the fuck are you doing? Right. Right. But he's playing just as many games. So sure. But she gets inside, and that's what she notices. Gee, it looks an awful lot like he's packed up to move. <laughs> that's what I, this is the, the stuff that I kind of like about this dude because, like, he's 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 kind of an asshole, but he's also a big idiot. <laughs> it's like, yeah. like you weren't gonna tell this, you didn't let this girl come over. You didn't even tell her that you're moving. Like, you thought she was just gonna walk in and not know not notice? boxes everywhere, your furniture gone. Yeah. big idiot <laughs> you fucking dumbass yeah. and like once again like she wasn't gonna say nothing about it she was just gonna let it go and i was just gonna eat some pizza drink some wine listen to some records and she was gonna go home like that yeah yeah come on bro like what the fuck and <clears throat> excuse me mm-hmm. so he reveals he's like i bought a vineyard and he's gonna move to california and she's like we're just gonna like move and not tell me he's, he's like, like i was gonna call he's like i'm not big on goodbyes and she's like, well, you can't. But then she gets all gushy. She's like, you can't leave New York. You're like the Chrysler building. No, don't. Don't you insult the Chrysler building with this guy. How dare you? How dare you? How dare you? Um, and then you we get one of the worst. Like that. One of the worst puns in history in the show. is He's like, why? Are, she's like, why are you moving? He says, I'm tired. She goes, well, you take a nap, but you don't move to Napa. And I wrote, Boo. <laughs> I wish there was just like a, a track right there. It was like, boo, boo. a whole crowd just, boo. Yeah. <laughs> that was awful. Ridiculous. Hated then, it. So then they, they are going, he still has his like records and record player out. And uh, she's teasing him about being old and they're drinking wine and stuff. And she's like, you can't just leave town. We got to do like a proper, like good, goodbye night you know, on the town for me in New York, not for us as a thing. But then anyway, he pulls out the Henry Mancini record, but that has Moon River on it, which is a nod to Breakfast at Tiffany's, which is one Mm. of the New York movies, despite the terrible Mickey Rooney part. We won't talk about the really bad. Yeah, listen, listen, different time. Not saying it's okay, but you know. Yeah, I do. And I I, I struggle with it because I do enjoy Breakfast at Tiffany's a lot. It is like a very quintessential like New York movie. Yeah. You know, the whole, the look and the, and the vibe and the whole, the whole thing. It's, it is New York, you know, mm. to a T. Um, so you just got to kind of roll with that. But, um, and, but, that, but that's like the New York that like my right. grandma liked, my mom likes. I was joking, my mom preferred the 70s cocaine New York to <laughs> present day New York. She, it, if you asked her, she'd back me up. It's 100% true. She likes dirty okay. New York. Um, but anyway, the, the breakfast of Tiffany's Moon River song gets her dancing. Although funnily enough, I don't think my mom likes Moon River. I think she thinks it's really corny and it's like not into it. For, I, it's, 
hit or miss as far as how people feel about it. I think Moon River and New York is like a thing if it's too like forced. There's there's other New York songs and music. But anyway, hmm. the, the music gets big and Carrie dancing, but then the record starts to skip and it kind of breaks her out of his spell again. Right. And she's like, I'll see you Sunday for our big farewell date and dinner. And then now let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. As a woman, okay, let's say you go into a dude's house at a late night, right? And like, you know, in the back of your mind, you could have sex, but you're like, not sure if you do have sex, right? Then like, you go and hang out for presumably a couple hours or whatever, and then you decide like, you don't want to have sex and you go home. Are you in the back of your mind disappointed or are you like kind of feeling good that you didn't do it? Um, I think it really just depends on the situation i think in this situation carrie feels good about mm-hmm. having not done it because i truly mean like the record skipping totally broke her out of this it is they, like, they were about to yeah they were about to kiss yeah. doing the twist and shit yeah and getting close and then she was gonna full-on fall yeah. under that like whatever sway he's got over her yeah you know uh and the, i think it, it depends on the situation like because I feel like there's a time where I have been disappointed. Mm-hmm. But then and then maybe sort of in hindsight, it was like for the best. Mm. I feel like I feel like if you don't ever get out of the spell of the situation, then you're like, happy you did it, no big deal. And you just, right. and then you do. And if you are disappointed, you're not disappointed, but like maybe you have to deal with ramifications of it after the fact, mm-hmm. good or bad. But I feel like if you get kind of broken out of it, you usually don't regret it too much because you're like, mm, if I got broken out of it, that means I didn't really think it was the best idea. Gotcha. If okay. I let myself get stopped and derailed so much, you know? Right. I see what you're saying. Okay. It's like if the record had skipped, but if they fixed it and they just got right back to it, she was still definitely like, yeah, let's do this. But I think she like knew she didn't want to, or maybe not want, maybe shouldn't. She okay. probably wanted to, but maybe she knew she should not have. Because that's mm-hmm. what she asked the next day is she's at brunch and she's like, all right, going out of business sex. He's moving to California. Should I do it? And Miranda's like, wear a condom. <laughs> well, she actually had some really great advice uh, mm-hmm. or what she said to a comic because, you know, she's going around the table asking everybody's opinion. Yeah. You know, of course, Samantha's like, yeah, do it. You know, yeah, yeah. you know, have fun. You know, of course, Charlotte's like, no like that's your ex and it's too messy and Miranda's saying basically the same thing but what she actually said was um let me make sure uh find where it says oh she's like you don't have enough distance to like have just have like casual sex with this dude and then have him leave which I 100 percent yeah because you you tell that was some real shit because Carrie tried to like brush it off but she couldn't like she that actually affected her yeah but when she said it, because she's not wrong, you know what I mean? Like, you've kept mm-hmm. this guy around doing, like, a year-long relationship with Aiden. Like, this guy yeah. was always around to the, you know, to the point where, you know, a part of probably why y'all broke up is because you never really let this dude go. Mm-hmm. You know? And so, clearly, there's not enough distance for you to just have casual sex with a guy like that. That, they, that ain't it. Also, yeah. too, like, you didn't have casual sex with him when you cheated on Aiden. Like, that was, like, a, a relationship. That was a, a full-on affair that you both had. Yeah. So, 
and it's it's I love all the jokes around it keeps talking about like wear a condom for Christ's sake wear a condom because otherwise you're gonna I know she goes you have sex with Steve she's like yeah look at me bitch (laughs) (laughs) wow that was the weakest point you could have brought up like yeah Yeah. I had sex with my ex look what happened do you want the same thing and uh, and Charlotte also Charlotte along the lines of Miranda is like is this gonna pull you back into that big vortex mm-hmm. and she's like no 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 and that's yeah i think that's when miranda's like no you don't have enough distance and carrie insists she's like i've changed it's not like it was two years ago i do feel safe around him he's a great man in my life and he's leaving and it's like he's not a great man in your life because he cheated right. he cheated on his wife with you right he engaged in a full-on fucking affair that ruined two other people's lives right with you right love. <laughs> yeah and also too Sorry. like he ruined their, he actually technically ruined three relationships. He ruined the his marriage. Mm-hmm. And then he ruined her and Aiden's relationship. And then he ruined her and Aiden's Fair. relationship again. So, because yeah. like, you know, they were trying again. And I think she was giving a full on effort at first. But then once he came back into the picture and they were like friends again, that was the downfall. Yeah. And then Charlotte also mentions she's surprised Big is moving. And she's like, well, I always kind of thought you and Big were would end up together. And Miranda's like, no, it's always gonna be her and Aiden. And I love Carrie being like, I that's news to me on both accounts, but thanks. Well, <laughs> it should have been. Well, yeah, actually not really, because they were like, two different people, but like in high insight, if you were gonna end up with somebody, he would be in the better choice. Aiden, you mean? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Like as a quality of person yeah right yeah. as a quality of person but they were two different personality wise so like yeah. it didn't really I, I didn't shift them I was towards the end especially when they were about to break up I was like I kind of saw it coming because mm-hmm. they were just different people but to go back to B I was like don't do that yeah just find somebody new and then we get Carrie at home pondering you know fate and other things predestined and if you live in, you know, by the stars, but if you live in a city where you can't see the stars, how are, no wonder things are confused. Blah, blah, hey, blah. Listen, I, I'm not usually a, a fan of her quotes, but that one kind of fucked me up a little bit. I was like, yeah, I won't lie. True. I don't hate that one a lot. I was like, yeah, like that oh. one did too. Cause like, I, you know, we live in LA. You can't see stars for shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm thinking about all the places I used to live and mm-hmm. like dating, you know what I'm saying? But here's the thing too, like also dating was different because like, I was like it was like younger. I didn't see certain things, whatever mm-hmm. you know. So, so that's a factor for like, I don't know. The stars thing might have a little something that she might be going somewhere with that theory. I'm not. I, I don't hate that theory because definitely like like if you think about you know yeah because like look at look at people like our friends and stuff like that who uh, don't live in major metropolitan cities like we do. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Married, kids, you know, all yeah. the fucking you know mm-hmm. house picket fence, all that shit. They found it somehow, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And I'm pretty sure most of those places, if you look up at night, you probably can see the stars. That's true. So she might, like I said, the theory is pretty sound. That's all I'm saying. I, I, it fucked me up a little bit. I was like, oh shit, yeah. Carrie, Carrie got me with one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Four seasons in, she finally got you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when she, uh, when she's out uh, with Samantha, who when Samantha was talking about Richard cheating, she asks uh she's talking to her about it but then she gets we get one of the most famous moments that's used all the time in promos and stuff that i've used and when i was doing promos and whatnot is carrie walks up to a storefront front and goes hello lover to the pair of shoes that will eventually be ruined by Miranda's right. water 
Gross. Birth, birthing water. Um, but she wants them for her big date, and she tells Samantha she still hasn't decided if she'll do sex with him or not. And you know, she's only just picked out the shoes. Ha 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 ha. Um, and then later she's talking to Miranda again uh, about and about being in the room with Miranda, but then she's like, I'm going to have sex with Big, you know, yeah, because it feels right. And Miranda's like, All right, do what you gotta do. Yeah. She's like, Yep, if that's your bed, you can lie in it. I'm done. Yeah. With it. I got she's like, I got a baby to deliver. I got bigger soon, shit so happening, Terry. Do what you yeah. do. I, yeah, you know how I feel about it. You know, everybody how everybody else at the table feels about it. So yep. at this point it's on you. You make your own grave. So then after dinner and dancing and drinks, Carrie is on a carriage ride with Big in Central Park, which is such a New York, you know, classic thing to do. I know it's corny. I, I did it with my I would mom. totally do it. I would totally I do it. loved it. I, I had a totally great time. Yeah, a jogger told us to fuck off. It was great. That's what's that was up. like 10 out of 10. Greatest That's city in the New world. York. New York right there, baby. In classic New York. Classic so New funny. York. <laughs> um, classic No, our driver was a cool dude. He looked like Val Shrikovsky from Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> he totally did. Um, nice. I think he gave us a little extra time in the carriage ride. And I also laughed because... Uh, it's usually um so obviously there's like kind of three tiers of people there's like there was families and usually it's couples and then uh (laughs) was booking it for me and my mom and there's like they're like do you want like proposal stuff like flowers or chocolates and I almost booked it as a joke (laughs) to propose to my mom and I was like nah it's fucking weird but funny (laughs) I just wanted to fuck with her I'd be like I got us candy and flowers because it was part of the package deal that would be funny <clears throat> but i'm glad i did it because i've always always wanted to do it i like people have been like it's meant for the horses and sacrifices i don't care i give i care about so much shit all the time i wanted to do this one tourist thing she's like <laughs> i think you're the i think you're the first woman of white woman of wokeness to admit that she's fucking tired <laughs> I, I, I try so hard i do a lot of good things or try to do a lot of good things do right no but you know what no admit that because that the but people that are sitting there pretending that they're just like all they're always on the front line like come on man you can't care about everything you can't it's not yeah. humanly possible to care about everything we can only care about five or so problems that are I'm going insane with just the problems I do care about right like that that shit weighs on me I get overwhelmed I'm like fuck yeah I won't deal with it no hashtag no regrets I am so glad I did the carriage ride it was great I'd do it again too I'd fucking do it again if I went there with like a feller and we like did it like night like they do in the show I'm like ah fuck yeah Absolutely, he would score if he took me on a fucking carriage ride. <laughs> so light up, gentlemen. <laughs> Easy peasy. Oh, and then at the end of the carriage ride, even though I'm a full-grown adult woman, the guy was like, "Do you want to feed the horse a carrot?" I was like, "Absolutely, give me Dude, that." Dude, yeah. <laughs> you fucking kidding me? Hell yeah, I'll feed that horse a carrot. You got any alfalfa? I'll feed him that too. I'll, I'll feed that horse all fucking day. All fucking day. What are you talking about? <laughs> and I laughed super hard. I also think it's very funny. It is a perfect like. There were families with kids, and at each time, like the carriage with kids was pulling up, they had all fallen sound asleep because it is just like a relaxing, like mm-hmm. it's like being in a car. And I bet it's like the ultimate, like, 
oh man, we should just take these fucking kids on a carriage ride and sock them out for <laughs> Oh yeah. Because they had to like be like, okay, the carriage stopped, you gotta get out. <laughs> Poor things. I loved it. Oh yeah. It's it the awesome. best. Yeah, yeah, that's that. It, it seems like it's awesome. It seems like a nice, relaxing ride. I, I don't understand why anybody doesn't want it. And it wasn't that expensive. It was like 120 bucks, maybe. Oh, that's not bad. Which, like, I, I thought, and that was the other thing. I feel like people discourage me. They're like, oh, no, no, no. It's prohibitively expensive. It's so expensive. It's such a big deal. And I was like, oh, geez. And so I was like, well, I'll look at Oh, geez. <laughs> Where's the Midwest accent, baby? <laughs> Oh jeez! Oh jeez! Oh no! Oh, no. So expensive. Oh, I know, no. It sounds so much worse because oh, no. I have this cold. <laughs> so anyway, Carrie and Vic are on their carriage ride, yep. and she's like, "What are you gonna do in Napa?" He's like, "Work, smoke cigars, look at the stars." Yep. And Carrie's like, "Are you gonna miss New York?" And he's like, "Nah, but I will miss you." And they start kissing, and then her cell phone rings, and it's and she's like. Whose fucking phone is that? And they're like, it's yours, dumbass. Because <laughs> Miranda got her phone for when Miranda goes into labor, which right. is what happens. So poor Miranda had to flag her own oh, cab right, to the hospital. This is this is still a time where like not everybody had cell phones. I thought it threw me off. I was like, yeah, yeah, because she said, yeah, when she said Miranda gave me a cell phone, so I got, mm-hmm. I was like, gave you? Shouldn't you already have one? But that just two thousand two. No, people were still. Not a lot of like adults even were not rolling around yeah. with, with cell phones still, you know what I mean? And Carrie is very anti-tech anyway, so like right. she wouldn't do it. So they're in the middle of Central Park and Carrie's like, I gotta rush there. How do I get there? And the guy, like, of course you can't really take him to the hospital, but Big is like, here is a bunch of cash. Can you make this shit happen? And the guy's like, fuck yeah. And they go off. Oh, yeah. And I was like, but that is very romantic and over the top. And so he drops her. At the at the hospital, and she's like, "Well, uh, maybe I can meet you for lunch before you leave." And before he she goes into the hospital, he calls her name, and she turns around, and he just winks, doesn't say anything. Wah, wah. Boo. Boo. I, I wish I did, there needed to be one for that too, because like, yeah, was it smooth in a rom com? Sure, but if in sure. this context, boo. boo. Like, honestly, I think most women. If you'd have been like, hey, and she turns around, you're just like, like what, the yeah, what the fuck are you doing? What? What? Also, yeah. I, don't, I don't know how she saw the wink exactly. I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be like, what? Right. My name, what? Right. Right. Yeah. What, what are you doing? Uh, fuck My friend is in labor. She was what do you at want? the door. She was yeah. at the door of the hospital. Ain't no way she fucking saw that wink. She, she just, as far as she knows, he just kind of smiled at her at best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then side note here too i i have to say she does look gorgeous here the black dress the coat the sure. pre-ruined louboutins correct uh and her her little short bob haircut it just all looks really good uh because she does get up to miranda miranda's like you look really pretty and carrie's like you will do anything to keep me from having sex with big <laughs> I mean, in a way, she kind of did cockblocker, right, with the call. Because I mean, yeah. she was basically gonna—I mean, she had made it the choice to have sex with him that night, so mm-hmm. she's not entirely wrong. So we get through the birth and everything. Carrie rushes back to Biggs and sees that he's gone, but he's left behind the Moon River record and like either I think it's an open-ended plane ticket for her or him or yeah, something like that. Yeah, for her, for her to come to. I think to go to New to York. go to to go to California. To go to Napa. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. To go to Cap. 
because the records the record has a note on it that says if you ever get lonely and the plane ticket says if i ever get lonely yeah and so then she has this lovely autumn in new york walk home you know it's just the leaves leaves are finally starting to fall a little and she's and it's official a new season has begun aka a new season for her for new york and so on (sighs) and then she does the final thing this is why i thought the final thing was a 9-11 dedication but really i guess it really isn't but it does kind of weirdly fit because she's like because it it doesn't and it doesn't doesn't it doesn't because mistakes well i mean nothing 9-11 is not like a personal mistake right this shit that shit just kind of happens to you. Unless you're one of those conspiracy theorists, then it is, right? <laughs> Jet fuel can't melt steel beams. <laughs> Where that's another podcast. <laughs> I didn't know so many people were steel experts, that's but true. then that's uh, another podcast. <laughs> I also didn't know so many people were epidemiologists and so on and so forth in the past couple of years. So there you go. Right. Or economists and what have you. Anywho, but Carrie, you know, says, uh, wonders if mistakes shape our lives. But then she kind of concludes with seasons change, so do cities. People come into your life and people go, but they're always in your heart. And if you're very lucky, a plane right away. And then we get the dedication at the end that says, to our city of New York, then, now, and forever. And it's really nice. I mean, yeah, it's nice. It's nice. And it's it's crazy. better than what friends did. They just put Joey in a fucking New York fire department goddamn t-shirt that was it they did oh, that's, <laughs> that's all they pretty did? much it <laughs> they kind of glossed over the whole oh, wow. day. yeah <laughs> they didn't really they didn't really you know acknowledge it i think one of the episodes they made it said like a, like a to the brave me and the brave new yorkers mm-hmm. of 911 but i think that they never didn't I don't know. I, I maybe I'm maybe confused that with another show, but I'm pretty sure they. Oh, I mean, I don't recall Friends making a big deal out of it, but I always remember this episode. Yeah, I don't this. think that they did. I I, I I might be confusing that with another show because I think yeah, the only thing that they did post 9/11 was like Joey was wearing a, a New York Fire Department mm-hmm. T-shirt, and that was kind of like it. Their whole. I won't lie. I wonder if it's because Friends is filmed in LA and there's sort of just like a weird disconnect distance. No, I'm. Like, as much as I'm like, yeah, Friends takes place in New York. Right. I don't think of it as, like, a quintessentially New York show. Yeah, you know? no, it's not, it was really not. I mean, this is kind of the same thing with, like, How I Met Your Mother. It's, it's like, it's based in New York, but it never yeah. really felt like New York, especially if you've ever been to New York. Yeah. I if always, you've ever I, been, you'd be like, nah, that ain't New York. I think sometimes I think How I Met Your Mother takes place in Boston and stuff, too. <laughs> it's, it looks like it, right? I, yeah, the, yeah, I you know again i think it's just like a disconnect of like yeah it's all filmed on a back lot in los angeles right um, yeah and so uh so but yeah sex and city is very much like new york is in its you know bones in yeah the show. like that's yeah yeah what it's about dating the big city and everything like that but um yeah i i this is an episode i always really enjoy it gets replayed a lot uh it's pretty clean actually uh, yeah so that's why it gets played on cable so much yeah there's um, only like really one part that's kind of risque and that's when she walks in on richard yeah other than that that's pretty much it yeah and i think they just usually kind of crop in so you don't get the right pretty cool chick right i think the, it's funny i think the plane ride thing sticks plane right away thing always stuck out to me because obviously post 9-11 people were really afraid to fly right and there was a weird and i remember uh this there was like a weird sort of 
like, oh, you shouldn't like talk about flying or this or that. I actually went to a con like a protest concert thing in college in like the spring. Uh, or like my freshman year or something like that that was taught because then the Bush administration was really like cracking down on like sort of censorship type stuff and they were talking about like they banned songs from radio play like Learn to Fly by the Foo Fighters Mm. that's not about anything bad it just talks about flying yeah and it was that notion of like oh we shouldn't do that I also thought it was very weird for a hot minute there um, and I can't remember what show's we're doing it exactly but there was or movies but there was talk of like oh they should go back and erase the twin towers from certain movies or things like that that no. they're featured in and i was like why no. are you erasing the history yeah no. just because they're gone now and it's actually i think it's a hugely disrespectful disservice to pretend they never existed well that's what they did with friends changed. right they, 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 they the opening of friends they you know in the b-roll they used to show the twin towers a lot and then they stopped showing the twin yeah. towers i think it's one thing to like that to yeah, me i think they did it with spider-man too right didn't well they? spider-man in that poster they edited out the, the twin they towers. edited them out and then in the first like teaser yeah. um like trailer thing he catches a helicopter between the twin towers in a web and they cut that entirely i don't think that it's not in the movie no and actually there's that added gag gag i call it a gag it's maybe not the nicest thing to call it but it's sort of it feels a little shoehorned in when the green goblin is like gonna drop the thing full of kids or mary jane and there people start throwing things at the green goblin they're like you mess with one of us you mess with all of us that's like a really corny like obviously the city very came together and we all rallied around new york yeah and that was that was very real but like shoehorning i mean it's kind of it's kind of it's it's corny but it's always kind of real because like as far as you know covid goes like that city did kind of bond together as as far as like keeping shit regular like everybody's on point about you know Mm -hmm. getting masks and, and and getting vaccinated and shit like that like to the point where like my, like a lot of New Yorkers, like if if they find out you're not vaccinated, they'll you get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Like they don't want to get out of here. So I mean, they do come together when they when in times of crisis. So it's not it's like it's oh, corny, sure. but it's real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, it is real. Um, but yeah, I just always thought like it was to me it was like so weird and disrespectful that they're like, oh, we have to go into like certain movies now and like no. start erasing it. And I was like, no, like that's no. disrespecting the people. No, yeah. Died, that's like to like, try to make it seem like that it, it never existed. Like, no, it existed. Yeah. It'd be there. It's like, plus two, like in the times that these movies were made, the Twin Towers were still there. So yeah. leave it the fuck alone. Like, like if, it was um, made, if it's post or if it's pre 9-11, leave it alone. Yeah. That's where it's there. the Twin Towers were there. Leave yeah. it the fuck alone. Post 9-11, and, don't add them in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sorry, you might have to explain something to your kids. Whoops. You know? Like they ain't Heaven learning about that shit. Men. It's already in the textbooks. What are you talking about? Yeah. They're going to learn it. And there are movies that are so New York that they are integral in. Like uh, the two that stick out um, are Working Girl. Like she's writing, I think, a fairy in that goes right up to the Twin Towers. And she mm-hmm. might even... Does Melanie Griffith's character work in them? She might. Um, and then actually, I just watched it recently, but The Wiz, they actually filmed mm-hmm. at the recently completed the sort of entrance to the emerald city and stuff is all on the like plaza of the world trade center and it was yep. apparently super fucking windy and very hard to film when they just kind of had to roll with what they got so i guess there's like some mistakes and stuff but man do. i fucking love the whiz oh yeah so much Good movie. i love that movie um Sweet. yeah so that uh that always interests me but then there's a, there <laughs> one last thing 
There are disrespectful ways to bring it up, like the movie Remember Me with Robert Pattinson. Do you never know? seen it? Oh man, I've never seen the whole thing. And it's this like coming of age, like he's a moody young man who finds love with Claire from Lost, that actress. Okay. Da, 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 da. He like makes peace with his dad, Pierce Brosnan. And then the last like two minutes of the movie, uh, he's in his like dad's office. And then they cut to like his little sister in school and the teacher's writing the date on the board. Mm-hmm. And it's September 11th. And then it cuts to him back in the office and pans out. And it reveals that his character is in the World Trade Center and dies during the attack on 9-11. And that's how the movie ends. And it comes out of nowhere. It's so infamous. It's so bad. It's so like weirdly distasteful. It's not weirdly. It's just distasteful. Like people just call it the Rob Pattinson 9-11 movie because that's like I don't think if you asked anyone else who has seen it like what is the rest of the plot of the movie they'd go I don't know but all I know is at the end of the movie for no reason whatsoever other than the like larger point of like life is tragic you don't know what's going to happen make the most of your things da 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 he dies in 9-11 it's It's insane Same. I mean, that's a ballsy way to end the movie. Absolutely, that's ball. I got to give credit where credit is due. Is it distasteful? Yes, but it's also ballsy. I mean, they say art's meant to like <laughs> provoke, provoke. So, but uh, they're part should, of that part. It should have just been like a run of the mill, like teen drama thing. And like, if you wanted him to die, just get him get hit by a fucking car or something. You don't have to have him go down in the worst terrorist attack on American soil. Well, he's just not like at the beginning, right? You mean like, have you ever seen Meet Joe Black? He gets ran over by two yeah, cars. Yeah, like, all those cars. <laughs> like, no, like okay. two cars. He didn't get hit once. He got hit twice. <laughs> he got like hit, thrown into another car and, and got hit. Like, yeah. that was it's bad. unnecessary. First 10 minutes of the movie. Unnecessary. Yeah. After, and it, it, again, it came out of nowhere after this like crazy romantic scene that he just mm-hmm. had with the actress Claire and then like yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking ran over by two cars. Like, Weird. what yeah. yeah still love that movie great movie so yeah there are uh you know good and bad approaches to uh to how you deal with uh tragic events i do find it again i find it funny that they did not intend for this to be a like tribute episode but it kind of made sense that it, it was kind of was though yeah it kind of was and, and 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 they did it in a good way too because they didn't yeah. have to bring up 9-11 or nothing like that they just yeah. you know like this new this this this, this the show itself was already written to kind of be mm-hmm. a love letter to new york and then all they had to do was just add yeah a little something at the end which was fine i liked it yeah they they have always done well you know people argue about this and that but i'm like the show loves new york and never pretends that it doesn't that's true. like that because there's that the comment samantha makes she's like well someone's like where do people go when they leave new york she's she and miranda's like the real world and samantha's <laughs> like this is the real world you yeah. know it is it's like it's like to me it's the same thing as la it was like it is the real world but it's also not yeah you know what i mean like nowhere else nobody else operates the way that we do and i think it's the same for new york nowhere yeah. else people operate the way that they do you know what i mean so it's not really the real world. It's real in the sense of like context of reality. You can see you touch. <laughs> yes, and taste it is. It, a, uh, yeah, you know what I mean. Right. But, but socially, not so much. Yeah. <laughs> cool. uh, so uh, you can find us the show most easily 
if you go to our Instagram at Show Me What Podcast, yeah. it'll take you to our Twitter and our Facebook and our YouTube, where we have almost 200 subscribers. We're at one. Come on, baby. Y'all need to be liking and subscribing this shit, bro. We need to be giving out all this content. Y'all ain't gonna be liking and subscribing, guys. Tell your friends about us, cuz. Come on now. Yeah. Spread that word. Like, comment, yeah. subscribe, baby. Yeah, leave some likes and comments if you like what you're hearing. Oh, yeah. Curious. Uh tell us your favorite New York movie. My, yeah. Mine oh, might yeah. be when Harry met Sally. Minus Hitch. Mm, that's a good one. It's a good movie. Because <laughs> it, it showed because it's it's it, it made New York sexy. <laughs> that movie made New York sexy. Like all the the the, the I mean it was still just Manhattan, but yeah, Manhattan's like the, probably the sexiest city in New York. Let's be honest. Actually, my favorite part of that whole movie, and my brother and I were watching it, and we we cracked the fuck up. Is like he finds uh, Ava Mendez's like great grandpa, grandpa's name oh, yeah. in the like Ellis Island book, and <laughs> yeah. has them like flip the page to it. Yeah, and like we're such genealogy nerds, we're like that is like some of the hot. Like if someone did that for either of us, like that's the hottest thing they like could do. But then, then we and then they get to the scene where she gets there and she bursts into tears and runs away, and we're like, what the fuck is that? And it turns out her grandpa was like a serial a murderer. He was a straight up murderer. We like, were oh. like. That is the like that is the funniest fucking thing that could have happened. But A that's plus. the kind of the, that was like the, the thing that kind of you know because like you know they were making trying to make him seem like this like love guru guy, but like, yeah, with but it kept the, like you know it kind of humbled him, but it humbled yeah. him because it was like and but he had to right because no one has it all figured out and like yeah. they're trying to make like he's as the guy that has it all figured out and it still went wrong for him. So like <laughs> it, it was perfect. It, it made you like warmed up to the character. I loved it. Cool. <laughs> and where can they find you elizabeth they can find me at elizabeth movies on twitter instagram and tiktok where can they find you uh you can find me at, on everything at christopher t mac and uh our new friend brady the bunny oh brady our, our lego brady our lego bunny <laughs> and, and as always brady hobbs <laughs> brady brady hops brady hobbs hops hey brady hops the bunny <laughs> oh so uh also as always the arlo australia candles deal is going on promo code show me miss all caps save yourself yourself some money get some good smelling candles and, and uh, read diffusers and bath bombs yes and that's it for us we'll talk to you next week <laughs>